Hello, everybody, and welcome. I am so honored to have Linda Middlesworth with us today. And uh, and let me introduce myself first, and then I'll bring her on. So I'm Peter Goldstein, and I'm founder and chief synergy officer for We Did It, where our mission is to see a healthy, happy vegan world for health, for animal compassion, for climate healing, as well as for world hunger. And to that end, what our work is about is to empower the consumers, the grassroots ambassadors of the movement, so that we can spread the word and get people we care about to really understand how important and how beneficial it is for them to also be plant-based, how important it is for their health, for animal compassion, for the planet, and for world hunger. So with that, I would love to invite Linda, but first let me invite you to, uh, to subscribe to our YouTube channel, to join us in our Facebook groups, uh, and our Facebook group is Vegan and Whole Food Plant-Based Ambassadors. Uh, our YouTube channel is We Did It That Health. So with that, I will bring on Linda. Hello, Linda. Hi. Linda Middlesworth, vegan mentor. She has been advancing the vegan movement for for a really long time and she is so amazing she she does so much for animal justice so much to network so much to promote everybody she's tireless and and loving and and just does so much for the movement and for the planet so welcome linda thank you so much peter it's an honor to be here and to talk about one of my favorite subjects and that is loving animals now, and also how to love yourself, like I learned to do. I didn't love myself at first, believe me, but I learned to do it. And I'll tell you how my journey went. I, I was raised in a family of, of not so much love. I had a lot of um, abuse, actually. And so I didn't grow up feeling that great about myself when you, when you, when your father has to be told to beat me when he comes home, it isn't a good background. But, and they were very religious and very um, Christmas was everything. And all the holidays were special, lots of people around all the time. But it wasn't a happy household for me. I think my brother got off better than I did. For some reason, I was the, the one they didn't like so well. So, with that, I found out what it feels like not to be totally loved for who you are. And this is Valentine's month and this is the love month. So I wore red for that because this is the time we should be loving everybody and each other, no matter the species. Um, and I want to show you how that changed for me, how I learned to love myself. And it started with animals. Fortunately, my family did have a dog named Skippy. And Skippy was my life. I just couldn't wait to get home from school to hug Skippy. And he was my, my best friend during all that hard time. And he understood me. He gave me love back unconditionally. I gave him a kiss and he gave me a kiss. You know? And so I learned right there that animals were really special, extra special. And then as I grew up, and got older, I became an aerobic instructor and a graphic designer both. 
And I was working real hard to be fit and trim and everything. But no matter what I did, I still had all this extra weight. And I found out at the age of 44, my niece told me about what happened to dairy cows. I was 44 years old and I couldn't believe it. So I said, you've got to be kidding me. So now I realize there's a lot of people out there who were like me, who are like me, who, who are like I was, who don't know. It's not that they're bad people. I wasn't a bad person. I had two dogs and I loved them very much. But I didn't realize that dogs weren't the only animals that deserve our love and care and attention. And I didn't realize either that what we were doing to animals was horrifying. When I found out about the first animal, then I looked into all the other animals as well. So from there, I didn't like myself that much because I was overweight and I had heart disease and cancer. I had cancer. Yes. The big C word. When you get that told to you that you have cancer, it is scary. And so they said, you're going to have to do chemo and radiation and all that stuff. And so, um, but I started looking into the animal situation and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe I didn't know what was going on. And I think that's because they, the animal industry keeps everything trans, non, non-transparent. You can't see it. You don't know about it. All you see is ads on TV, how happy cows and happy pigs and happy everything. You don't see what's really going on. And we don't take our kids to slaughterhouses to pick out the cow or pig they want to eat or which one they want to make into bacon. But we go to peach tree places and have the kids pick out peaches. But nobody goes to the slaughterhouse, do they, to pick out their cow or their pig or their chicken or their egg or whatever. So I found out that fortunately by meeting Dr. John McDougall that I could get well by not eating any of the animals that were being harmed. And I was so happy to know that because I didn't want to harm them anymore. I felt compassion for them. I felt love for them. I wanted everybody in the world to know about it. And I found out you just don't tell everybody about it directly because not everybody's ready. And the reason everybody's not ready is they were probably raised like me without any information. I thought we had to have protein for our, to, to live. And my brother killed the chickens in the backyard for me. I watched him chop the heads off. I thought we had to eat it. And then he had uh, Future Farmers of America and he would treat the little lamb so sweetly. And then he would take it to the slaughter. And I thought, that's okay. I, I got to eat it to live, I thought. And, and it's not that he was a bad guy. He thought the same thing I do, that we had to eat it to live. But like Dr. John McDougall said, you know, a cat, if you try to feed it plants, it's probably not going to live. But if you feed it the animal, it's going to live. Well, there are some animals that, yes, do have to be violent and kill their prey to live. But we as human beings do not need to do that. In fact, it's the opposite. It makes us sick. Every animal, time we eat animals, we get sicker. I got sick, very sick. I didn't know if I was going to live. And that was 35 years ago. And the reason I'm alive today is because I found 
a way to love the animals and not eat them. And that was one of the main ways. But then I started getting active as an animal rights activist and I started going to vigils. And when you look at their eyes, when you look up close to see their eyes, the little six month old pigs all piled on top of each other in these massive trucks, three stories high, they're just babies. Did you know pigs can recognize their own name at two weeks old? And they have the intelligence of about a three-year-old child. Now, if that were children in that truck or your dog or your cat, we would be outraged. We would not allow it. So I'm hoping today there might be a few people who aren't already knowing this and it's not your fault. Let me tell you, it wasn't my fault. It's not your fault that you don't know. It's so well hidden, your parents didn't know or they wouldn't have fed you that stuff. And so I'm so happy for Trisha Shields' new uh, work in Compassion Rising because she's going to help children and parents learn how to teach compassion and eating the right food for the children, which is so nice because that's where we learn all this stuff from our parents. When we're little, we think we have to have protein. We have to have dairy for calcium and fish oil for omega-3s and all these things that aren't true. In fact, they make us sick and fat like me. <laughs> I was quite fat and I wasn't a happy girl. And one time I was teaching like 25 classes of aerobics a week and I was still overweight because as Dr. John McDougall will tell you, it's the food. it's the food that does the harm to us. If you're eating the wrong food, like if you gave a cat some plants, that cat would get sick and die because it really needs animal protein. A cat does or a tiger. A tiger needs to go out and kill a beautiful deer. But that's life because they have to survive too. So, but we, we humans don't have to. Now what happens is we have a cultural thing too. Some cultures like in Thailand and China and all a lot of Asian countries killing dogs for meat and putting them in horrible cages is just as horrible for them too there. So our culture, mainly in the United States, we think, oh, I love my dog. I love my kitty cat. A pig? Oh, oh, yeah. I want my bacon. Give me my bacon. The truth is, if you couldn't put salt on that bacon, you wouldn't be able to gog gag it down. And also, if you were walking by a pasture and there was a bunch of cows out there and it was time for lunch and you decided you were hungry. So you jump over the fence, you go up to the cow and say, oh, I need a hamburger now. Um, can I take a bite? And what happens instead is that you start petting the cow and say, hi there, sweetie. How are you? Because you don't feel like eating the cow when you're looking in their eyes and they're looking at you and they're so smart. Cows love to play and romp just like dogs do. And they can remember things for three years. They have a memory of three years. So the day that I petted that cow, he might remember that for three years. Isn't that nice? And they're also pregnant like humans for nine months. And I won't go into the horror of the dairy industry, but it is horrifying. Um, so as my, I have a good friend named 
Philip Woolen. I call him the Martin Luther King of the animal rights movement or animal movement or animal protection movement, whatever you want to call it, because he gave a speech and won the international debate for why we should get animals off the menu. And it is brilliant. If you can watch it, Google Philip Woolen and you will love that 10 minute speech. But he said, when it comes to suffering, this is his line now. He said, when it comes to suffering, a dog is a pig, is a bear, is a boy. We suffer the same way. A fish putting a hook in the fish's mouth would feel like you getting a hook in your mouth and pulling you underwater. It's the same thing. They feel the same amount of pain we do. Fish have families and friends and they have the same pain we do. So a lot of people think we don't even use the word cow when we eat it. We call it beef. You know why we don't do that? Because cow, you can visualize a cow, but beef, it's just beef in a little package in the grocery store. I can eat that. Same thing with um, pigs. We don't want to visualize a pig either, so we call it pork. Chickens, we kind of think it's hysterical, and so we don't care. We just call them chicken. Chickens are chicken because they're hysterical anyway. You went around like a chicken with your head cut off, a very common common uh, thing. So it's, it's, it's the humanity that we don't give to the rest of the species. And the justice here needs to be for everybody. There should be no difference in justice. Justice must be blind to race, color, religion, and species. There should be no difference. But we have done the speciesism, just like we had racism in our culture. Those things have to change. They have to end. And so does speciesism. And I'm hoping that my friend, Dr. Salish Rao, actually can do what he says he's going to do and help us get a whole vegan world as soon as possible because we need the love and compassion for all species. So how, how did I become to really love myself? I had kind of a rough background. Learning to help and protect the animals became my purpose. Also to help people with their health. I'm a vegan mentor. You see my sign back here. I'm a vegan mentor. I love helping people get well like I did. I would have been dead 35 years ago had I not known about Dr. John McDougall. So I found all the plant docs and I work for or play with or have them as speakers all the time. And I learned everything from them on what to eat and what not to eat. And definitely animals are not on the menu or their products. No cheese, no dairy, no eggs, and even no oil. Oil's a process too, that's why. But anyway, that's a different story. A lot of people think I'm crazy when I tell them as a vegan because oil is vegan, but it's just not a healthy thing for us to be eating for our hearts. Um, which leads me into my my event coming up. I have the leading plant doctors coming on because I, I learned to, to love myself after I got healthy. 
but it came starting with the animal awareness and then i got healthy and then i started to love myself i thought i'm pretty cool i'm pretty neat i have no more heart disease no more cancer no no obesity no diabetes i had pre-diabetes but nevertheless i was on a track to get full-on diabetes and there's nothing worse than diabetes i actually teach food for life classes for dr neil bernard which is diabetes and cancer classes which i love doing but so i like helping other people find the love they need for themselves i have so many clients over the years who they don't love themselves anymore because their body got out of shape, they got overweight, they got sick, they got kidney problems, they got heart problems. Our number one killer is heart disease. I had both heart disease and cancer and diabetes. The so I have the doctors coming to hear us. Um, you can hear online and for free on February 19th. That's next Sunday. We're starting off at 1030 with Chef AJ doing a demo of her artichoke polenta pizza pie. And after that, we start at 11 o'clock next Sunday, February 19th, for free, to hear and look at and ask questions to Dr. T. Colin Campbell, the leading research. He's the reason he sold millions of books. I mean, millions of his China study books because it shows the research showing how we get cancer from eating dairy products. People always think dairy is healthy, that you get your calcium there. Actually, it actually strips your bones of calcium, but the marketing they have for dairy is so fantastic. And the government subsidizes them. So the big, they're all in cahoots together. So it's up to us to find out the truth and know the truth. So we have Dr. T. Colin Campbell going to show us how not difficult it is to be knowing nutrition. And then we have Dr. Esselson, the leading heart reversing doctor. We lose more people to heart disease in this country than any other disease. Heart attacks and strokes, I mean, it is so horrible. Um, I have a friend who had a stroke and it's been almost a year and a half and she still can't talk about it. I mean, she can walk a little bit, but she can't really, I can't understand her yet. You know, it's, it's really hard to understand her. So um, I feel the pain she's going through. And it is not a nice thing to see anybody do. You don't want to see any of your friends or your family get sick like that. You don't want your friends to have diabetes. Well, I want you to come to my, I'm going to show it to you right here. Get healthy. Get Healthy Live 2023. We have Chef AJ, T. Colin Campbell, Dr. Deborah Shapiro talking about uh, women's health issues, too. And Dr. Caldwell Edison, the leading heart reversing disease doctor, and I'm the host. So I want you to be able to come to that. You can always go to my website to find the link. It's Vegan Mentor website. Vegan Mentor. Just go there. You'll see a link to sign up. And it's free. Unless you want the VIP package, you can replay anytime and you get all kinds of goodies with that. That's $27. So it's a very good value for what you are getting, I'm telling you. And you can show it to friends and family and everything if you get the VIP. So 
anyway, that's how my love story went. It went from loving my little Skippy as a kid. I also wanted to tell you about one more portion. Ingrid Newkirk had a big influence on me too. I read her story a long time ago when she was a young lady. When she saw a dog that was frozen with pregnant big German shepherd frozen between two houses and it had sheets of ice on it and it had been hit by a car or something because the legs were broken and dragged itself up there but then was just frozen there and she was only 115 pounds so she didn't know how she was going to get that dog into the, her into her truck so what she did she went to the neighbor's house and knocked on the door and a very nice looking lady came out and she told her boyfriend or husband or whatever, oh, there's a dog needs help, honey. And he said, oh, not my problem. That's your problem. They closed the door. So she, little Ingrid, had to figure out how to drag with her snow chains, drag that pregnant mama to get up. She said she doesn't remember how she did it, but she did it. But then that's what started her to, to um, with the program PETA, PETA, which is People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, she decided if people are going to be like that. By the way, when she was dragging that mother dog up, she could hear Christmas music playing. Peace in the world. And this was not peaceful. So her, her amazing saving of animals over all these years has been a big inspiration to me as well. So I I like to I join up with a lot of different animal rights groups to help them do whatever because I want that love to happen to them. I want this horrible, as Philip Wollen would say, he calls them gulags of despair. I want them to stop. All factory farms need to stop. But it's so hidden that people don't know. And the advertising, as you know is so great on TV about happy cows and you can even get a lactate pill and still eat your dairy because I have happy cow here wants to, you to drink its milk. No, that milk belongs to the baby. It's not designed for the human body. And it's the reason I had cancer was dairy. Dairy, as Dr. T. Colin Campbell will tell you, is your most powerful carcinogen. I eat ice cream and yogurt and cottage cheese every day and cheese. Oh my goodness. The cheese I ate and that's concentrated casein, which is concentrated cancer. It's, it grows the IGF growth hormone. And when you grow that growth hormone, it becomes cancer many times. That's why breast prostate cancer are, 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 are um, one of the top reasons is dairy. So anyway, that's, that's it. I just really hope that someone will have their eyes open today. Maybe somebody who's not quite there yet, who, who didn't really know, like I didn't know. I'm not blaming you. It's not your fault. Just remember, it's not your fault. I felt so terrible that I did that for so many years, but it wasn't my fault either. And I want you to be kind to yourself and just start to, if you need help, you can email me, veganmentor at gmail.com. I'll help you transition over 
so you can get healthy and love yourself more than you ever have. Like I love myself now. I didn't. I did not love myself. I knew there was something wrong, but I didn't know what it was. You know, something didn't feel right to me when my parents took me fishing. When you put the hook on, you know, and stuck it in my face and pulled it out. I wasn't happy when I caught a fish. <laughs> I didn't think it looked right or felt right. Did you ever have such an experience, Peter? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It just, it, I feel it in my gut. It's its just, just terrible. Uh, uh, so Mark, is asking a question about vegan cheese. How, how do you feel about vegan cheese? Well, there are some vegan cheeses that are really good for you and some others that aren't so good for you. That's because I teach food for life classes and I teach, <clears throat> I teach, uh, I'm a vegan mentor coach. And if I want my people to be healthy, <clears throat> and you'll find out about this when you hear Dr. Um, Caldwell Esselson on Sunday, unfortunately, a lot of the vegan cheeses, as good as they are, have oil. And the oil, unfortunately, is a processed food, which actually hurts the arteries, your arteries. Now, if it's a choice between eating cheese from an animal or that cheese with the oil, go ahead. Go ahead with the oil. If you can't quite get that up yet, go ahead and start with that. Later on, we can get you on the healthy cheese that they don't make oil, but don't put oil mm -hmm. on it. So that's the only problem with it. But it's sure better yep. than eating it from the cow. Yes. Well, your, your uh, event is going to be so powerful. I know both Dr. Campbell and Dr. Esselstyn have been an absolute leaders of the, of the movements. It's uh, we, We've labeled them as the, uh, two of the seven original heroes of the movement, and certainly they, they are. Uh, Dr. Esselstyn, I've seen him speak, and, and if you haven't seen Dr. Esselstyn, he, he's amazing. So in his book, he actually says that somebody could become heart attack proof in days yeah. by eating by eating uh, a, a very strict whole food plant-based, no salt, sugar, and oil. And I know that for the strictest diet for people who are, are very ill with heart disease, He's so strict about oil that he wants people not to even eat avocados. And I did see him speak once, and this was so amazing. So I think you meant avocado oil, right? No avocados. Uh, no avocados. You, you might you might ask him to clarify that. That's I could be wrong, but that's how I remember it, and it wouldn't be the first time. Yes. Yeah, so, um, and, and it's absolutely amazing. He's at the Cleveland Clinic. He's, he's, uh, he sees patients who, who, who have, whose cardiologists have given up on him. And, uh, and I have personally seen him in presentations. There was one time there was a woman there who, uh, so Dr. Esselstyn did a study with about 30 patients, uh, uh, several decades ago. And these were patients who were, chronically ill with heart disease and and they were pretty well given up on by by western medicine and he's taken these people and made them healthy and i saw a woman do a testimonial who who was one of these people the uh her cardiologist the medical system had given up on her and 
and Dr. Esselstyn worked with her. 30 years later, this woman was thriving. She was in her 90s. She looked like somebody healthy in, in their 60s. And, and this was somebody who was so chronically ill with all, all that Western medicine could do for her and, and given up on her. And he's, he's brought, him, brought her back. Uh, Dr. Campbell also, he's amazing to me, the story that it's been four decades now that he's discovered that cancer cells thrive on animal protein and die from plant protein. It's been 41 years now, I believe, and uh, it's he's amazing too. So Linda, the event that you're producing is is amazing, and I recommend everybody see it. It's these these doctors, and of course Chef AJ. Uh, they they're all remarkable, and and uh, Deborah and Shapiro, Dr. Shapiro, of course, Deborah Shapiro for for women's health. She's uh, she's really amazing, also. And Linda, everything you do is phenomenal, and your energy and your youthfulness and and your passion. I am so honored to to have an opportunity to to collaborate with you and to to help people understand about your work. Uh, it's it's so beautiful. You really rock. And uh, people, I have posted a link, hopefully that, that works. Of course, the link, this event is, going, is on YouTube live. So we have the link to register in our YouTube, in the description. Uh, and so please go there and register uh, or go to Linda's website, veganmentor.com. I see we have another comment here. So Janice had said uh, how much she loves your work. And then she said, this is why I, I don't fish anymore either. Oh. Uh, Trish Shields, uh, so great to be here with amazing humans that I look on to. Yeah. <laughs> One love, yes. Yes, Trisha, thank you. And uh you're doing magnificent work also. So here we are together looking to to save the animals, to love the animals for Valentine's month and forever. Love animals. And, and I guess we need to remember that we're animals also. So loving ourselves mm -hmm. as one of the animals, one of the species of animals on, on this planet. So let's let's treat other animals right and let's treat ourselves with love and, and take care of our health. And Dr. Esselstyn and Dr. Campbell have been speakers at live for me in the past. And they just brought the house down every time, both of them. In fact, uh, Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn will get up in the middle of the speech and all of a sudden he'll just yell, no oil. <laughs> what are you talking about? So anyway, they're, they're very, they're fun people too. They, they they present in a way that's understandable. Yes. And, and that's what I love about them too. Not only are they brilliant researchers and brilliant doctors, but they they know how to present it in a way that's understandable and and easy for people to follow afterwards. You know, so yes. they both are amazing. So, and okay. Dr. Shapiro, I've never had before. She's new for me. I've known her though, because she does a lot with the Food for Life instructors. And she is an amazing specialist with all the women's issues possible. So that's mm. really special to have the women's side here too. You know, I don't care if you have Absolutely. a menopause or, or 
pimples or whatever, or you have osteoporosis, you know, whatever it is. And that all all gets much better with with a lifestyle change. Everything gets better with the lifestyle. Everything. We are not absolutely. We are not tigers. <laughs> That's we right. We are human animals, and we are supposed to be eating the plants. And yes. these, these uh, you know, canines. Have you seen my dog's canine? It's that long. <laughs> right. We don't really. Our mouth isn't meant to do that like an omnivore does. Absolutely. Nor nor our the organs in our bodies and and our blood vessels and or any any part of us. None of us is is meant no. to thrive on animal animal foods. Yes. Peter, I thank you for your work too, promoting the message so quickly. You really have an avenue now for getting ambassadors on board, for getting people to really understand in a quick way. Do you tell them about the survey you have? Oh, uh, yes. So, so of course, we did it. That health is uh, is our website, and uh, what we're we're creating a scoreboard. Uh, and so if you're plant-based, uh, please chime in and and uh, be on the scoreboard. Our mission is Million Healthy Lives Scoreboard, which which means that we're looking to get a million people to share their outcomes so that we can show the world the impact a million people have on health, on animal justice, and on the planet. And, and of course, world hunger, because I believe it takes seven times more grains to feed an animal than, than a human. So seven pounds of grains to get a pound of meat is, is just not, not a good payout. And the other thing too, Peter, is, is the water shortage. Water is going to become the new oil because of our drought situation, because it takes so much more water to raise animals than it does vegetables. I think it's like 48 times more water to grow a cow than to cows yes. than it does to vegetables. And it's like 25% for chicken more water is used. And even dairy is like 10% more. So everything is more water and when we don't have water people will go to war over that because we have to have it so um and i think this is why we really need you and i both to help keep getting this message out to everyone because absolutely right now at this point i don't even think i would want my grandchild who's 22 to have children yes until i know a little bit i understand more how fast we can get this going. Yes, absolutely. Scary. Um, it's scary. But I have hope with people like you. I have and hope. you. Well, I'm trying my best too. <laughs> You're doing ama an amazing job. We we love you and appreciate you, oh, Linda. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. You're so welcome. And, yes. And so um I think we we initially intended to go about a half hour, and I think we can go for for a half a day here. But I think it's time for us to wrap it up. Uh, Linda, thanks so much, and everybody uh, join join the event this this Sunday. It's going to be absolutely amazing, and lots of lots of bonuses with with the uh, VIP package, and and get a chance to replay and share because. 
and and our work for we did it really our perspective on all this work is about being more powerful ambassadors more effective ambassadors we we all every one of us who is plan based we all would like to see everybody we care about and everybody we ha we haven't met yet be plan based and so our work is about finding better ways to spread the word better ways to communicate more effectively so uh definitely pick up the vip package and share it it's such a powerful tool so with that, thank you very much. And Marakita says, thanks so much for this informative conversation. Thank you for that, Marakita. And, and yep, and so much more to come. And actually, Linda, everybody, uh, please join Linda and I again in, in a week and a half. Uh, Saturday, uh, gosh, a week from no, this coming Friday. Saturday. Friday, Friday. Yeah, we're on, on Saturday, aren't we? Yes, we are. We're usually Saturdays. And watch watch our watch our Facebook and watch our YouTube channel because we'll be announcing it there. So thank you everybody. Thank you, Linda. And Welcome. Namaste Vegan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.